This is WSKG News. It's a trial seven years in the making with decades of history behind it. This Friday, a group of education advocates in Pennsylvania will get their long-awaited day in court. They're suing the state over how it funds public schools. Keystone Crossroads reporter Avi Wolfman Arendt tells us the case's complicated past and its potentially transformative future. It's been so long for Tracy Hughes, the details are a little fuzzy. She remembers she was at a school board meeting for the Wilkes-Barre Area School District sometime in 2014. I attended school board meetings on a regular basis. When that particular meeting ended, a district employee approached her. The school district had already you know, joined the lawsuit, but they were looking for a parent to be a petitioner as well. A group of parents, advocates, and school districts were suing Pennsylvania over its education funding system. And it resonated with Hughes, who felt her son didn't have the materials and tutoring support he needed. I was well aware of of what he should be getting and what he wasn't getting. And so she decided to go from parent to plaintiff. And in doing so, she joined a legal odyssey with a long and complicated history. We brought the case in uh, 2014 uh, because uh, districts were desperate. That's Michael Churchill, an attorney at the Public Interest Law Center who is part of the team representing the plaintiffs. They uh, had suffered huge cuts in funding, and there was no indication uh, that the legislature had any interest in uh, restoring it uh, with any promptness. This was not Churchill's first attempt to sue the state into spending more on education. In the 90s, he'd been part of a similar case that originated in Philadelphia. And in the late 1970s, a different group of petitioners had tried the same thing. Each time, they failed. All the other cases, the courts refused to actually hear the case. Basically, the courts told the plaintiffs, sorry, it's not our job to rule on funding matters. Funding is a matter for the legislature. And that all changed with this case. So this is a groundbreaker. In 2017, the Democratic-majority state Supreme Court said that the judiciary could get involved with this funding question. And now, after four more years of delays and wrangling, we've reached the actual trial. The state's Commonwealth Court will actually decide if Pennsylvania's school funding system is illegal. Christina Moon with the Education Law Center is part of the plaintiff's legal team. So we're asking the court to declare that the current funding system is unconstitutional and to direct the legislature to fix it. The litigants point out that Pennsylvania relies more heavily than most states on local taxes to fund schools, which can create big gaps between how much districts spend in wealthy areas and poor areas. They say Pennsylvania has violated one section of the state constitution that calls for a, quote, thorough and efficient system for public education, and another section that guarantees equal protection under the law. You know, we don't have a particular prescription that we're suggesting the court has to follow, and it'll come back on the legislature to actually fulfill their obligation and fix the system to make it constitutional. That's if the courts rule in their favor. That could result in a huge influx of money, a major change in how money is doled out, or both. The legislature is the defendant in this case, along with the governor and the state's Department of Education. None wanted to do interviews before the trial, but they pointed us to their briefs. Republican legislative leaders say this case isn't about whether Pennsylvania has a perfect school funding system. 
It's about whether the system actually violates the Constitution. Overall, Pennsylvania spends more money per pupil than most states. Plus, in the seven years since this case was filed, the state has created a funding formula that shifts more money to poor districts while also pouring more than a billion dollars into education. In other words, a lot has changed since 2014, including for plaintiff Tracy Hughes. Her son graduated high school and attended college briefly before returning home. So he is working full time. He, he does have hopes of going back to school, but he does realize that he, he was not prepared. She believes underfunding is partly to blame. That's why she started attending school board meetings in the first place. About a dozen years ago, when her son was in third grade, she got upset because the school didn't have enough textbooks for the students to take them home. A teacher said, you know, we'll go to a school board meeting and ask. And I was like, well, you know, that's a really good, good answer. Back then, she had no notions of lawsuits. She just wanted better textbooks. And more than that... I wanted to be heard. <laughs> I wanted results. This Friday, after seven years of waiting, Hughes will be heard. As for results, stay tuned. Avi Wolfman-Arendt, Keystone Crossroads.